Season number two of Rice Dynasty is here. Michael, it's here. We are back. Isn't it crazy? After all this time, we even record recorded a first intro so that this is our second intro because we're in season two. <laughs> That's right. We, we're going to record. I can't wait till season 20 when we have to record 20 different intros. And all and put them all at the beginning. It's only gonna be of, right. Of it's only right. We we need to keep this tradition alive. Season two, gonna oh, be the best season yet. Season two, season two of most TV shows, better than the first, if you ask uh, me. Uh, season two of Firefly, an example. Yeah, I haven't seen Firefly, but I already know that it was better than the first season. Um, season two of Leftovers is my favorite season of The Leftovers. So, and that's my favorite show. It's really tough. So that's because, uh, Fire Firefly didn't the- actually get a second season. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it would be it would be it better than, the first, than the first season. The Office season two yeah. much better than the first season. Yeah, because the first season was only like six episodes. It's still better. See. Yeah, this is why. I mean, season two is when everything's uh, everything's just full force. I mean, there's so many changes this year too. Michael, for example, uh, recent change. Uh, Edge fan sixty nine. I know everyone's favorite owner in the league has decided to part ways with the Rice Dynasty. You know that team is having a real hard time finding an owner. We uh, we had Andrew Wells, an excellent owner who did everything he could to get this team where it is now. He had an excellent draft. And then we had Brock, EdgeFan69, one of the many 69 teams in this league, something I'm going to talk about later. It really bothers me. Who, eh, he didn't do a very good job handling this roster, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm hoping our next owner here... Uh, you guys have seen him in the chat. His name is Sears. That's his last name. Uh, his first name is Charlie. He's he is my. I mean, I he's my coworker. I guess I'm not. If you guys have seen what's happened to that Go Fox, uh, he's probably not going to be my coworker anymore pretty soon. But uh, he was my coworker at Echo Fox. Charlie Sears. This man's. I I texted him last night about it. Um, he said yes. He's in. And let me, I'll read his exact response when I pressured him. Uh, I said, how dedicated do you think you can be? Don't want you to get bored and quit like, like Edge fan did. Uh, I'm talking some long-term shit here. And then Charlie responded, I'm not in any other league, so I'm pretty committed. And this team isn't in the worst place possible, so I'm excited. Well, I'm excited too, Charlie. Welcome to the league. We had hundreds of applicants applying from 13 different countries. I couldn't believe the number of people that wanted to get in this league. We put down a private SOS, and Charlie, you responded. And congratulations. We're happy to have you. You know, your first move as an owner to drop Jimmy Garoppolo, bold. That's what I love to see. Bold moves right out the gate. 
Yeah. I mean, right when I saw he did that, I was like, oh boy, we got, we've got a real good owner here on our hands. Um, he knows, he knows Jimmy Garoppolo had a terrible day Wednesday. <laughs> That's the last new piece of news about him on Sleeper. <laughs> oh, oh my God. All these news, all these headlines are hilarious. The second one is Jimmy Garoppolo struggles through awful practice. <laughs> Charlie is not having any of Jimmy G. He knows. This is the Mullins men's team. Yeah. (laughs) He probably saw Tom's team name and immediately was like, oh, my God, he's I forgot about Nick Mullins. Like, there's no point in me having Jimmy G. Why would I want, like, the third string quarterback behind Nick Mullins and (laughs) C.J. Beathard? Yeah, straight up. Uh, well, he did drop Rob Gronkowski, which makes sense, I guess. You know, considering Rob Gronkowski is uh, retired, that does make sense. I, I thought he was going to, like, swab him out for Peyton Manning or something. But, you know, good moves. <laughs> good moves. Yeah, good moves. And he also dropped Jarek McKinnon, who is an injured man all the time. Who's, like, 32 um, years old and is on his, like, sixth ACL, so... That's probably a good idea. You usually don't get more than two of those, um, but yeah, good, good, good moves yeah. so so far by Charlie. Yeah, and that was our segment called "What Did Charlie Do This Week?" Uh, every week, we will be grading Charlie's moves and watching him closely while he sleeps, um, while he plays fantasy, while he <laughs> eats everything that Charlie does. Welcome to the Charlie Podcast. <laughs> he would love that. He would absolutely love that. Uh, Charlie will definitely be on the podcast, by the way. He he likes being on podcasts. He likes talking. I love to hear that. I, I really enjoy when we get members of the league in the podcast talking some good trash. Charlie, you're not a rival yet. I'm sure you will be. I have all, a bunch of rivals, in case you didn't know. Se- season one left me with a lot of rivals, including people on my own team, like Evan Ingram. So... <laughs> classic rivalry uh one of my favorites to be sure uh there are a lot of changes in sleeper by the way michael you see all these changes mascots it's a big year oh yeah that actually just came Figured out, today. out what, yeah uh well they added more because they added the store um and you now know what those cookies do right michael uh, i kind of saw that but you want to explain a little bit more yeah so uh, you got cookie. I mean, there are like a cookies under your name um, in, the, in the side menu. I had 60 of them. Um, apparently, you can buy these cookies. And for some reason, they give you cookies. I don't know. Like, they just gave me 60 cookies. I don't know why. Um, but you use these cookies to buy mascots, and they show up, like, on your scoreboard and you can press them to taunt the other person and then react to like plays and stuff like that. Oh, I am a hundred percent going to use this. I'm going to pay actual money just so I can get a better mascot (laughs) than everybody else. It's just like, shut up and take my money at this point. Like these mascots, huge move by sleeper. Cause let's think about this. What, what player doesn't actually just sit and look at their app. It does nothing for them. And most of the time, you just get frustrated, especially when you're losing. But now, if you have these mascots to entertain you, and you're looking at the scores, oh my god, I know what my Sundays are going to be move. for the next, like, six years of my life. <laughs> just looking at these mascots. Just... Well, if you 
If you want to see a mascot in action, you can go back to our old league page. I already have a mascot. If you go to me and Adante's game, uh, you can see my mascot uh, versus his stupid mascot because I got a fucking dog who does the robot. So. Oh, that is pretty good. A dog that does <laughs> And then the you can robot. type... You can type in your own taunt, and I said I could have won because I could have won the championship. So, so your taunt was saying that you were <laughs> almost good? Yes. God, that taunt sucks. Ah, whatever, whatever. Uh, but yeah, these are... So far, I have the dog. I have the steel man, and I'm very scared of him. He looks like a very scary mascot. I have the frog foo, which is the best one. It's a frog that does karate. Um, and then I have Dog Pound, which is, I think, just the mascot for the Cleveland Browns. I think you need to go random mascot. I really think we all need to go random mascot. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to do it. Um, I'm not going to save up my cookies to buy one of these other ones. You know, I just want to go random. I, I agree. I think I think Smoothie is a really good mascot. Frog Foo, I'm not really sure. I like the Ram. The Ram looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think Dragon Queen, that's just straight from Game of Thrones. Dude, what? Did you see Cheesehead? No, that's a good mascot. Boo. That's only a common. That's only a common, Michael. There's only a 3% chance to get him. <laughs> but it says he's a common, so... <sighs> I want the I want the, the avocado that has muscles. That guy's cool. Ooh, that is pretty cool. All right, I think I'm going to pull the trigger live on the podcast for a random mascot. Okay. Let's see what you it get. It wants me to confirm that I'm spending 20 cookies. And I'm clicking yep. That's one of the options. It. It's yep or cancel. And I click <laughs> on yep. Oh, I got Flippy! Okay. Let's go! Flippy? Which one's Flippy? The dolphin, obviously. Oh, come on. I like dolphins. I wanted the dolphin. I got the dolphin. That is going to be my mascot. All right. It's Damn, decided. that is a good dolphin. That's a good mascot. I All three of mine suck. Yeah, yours do suck. Just like your team. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not true. All right, let's talk about. Let's actually talk about all football. Right, all right, right. Not dolphins. All right. I'm sick of this. Sick of this uh, conversation. <laughs> uh, the off season. Let's recap the off season. All right. Well, John, let's start with a trade that happened. Do you remember what okay. trade I'm referring to? It happened between you and me. Uh, yeah. Oh. I don't remember that trade too much. Oh, okay. I don't okay. remember it too much. Well, let me get the exact quote here. Sorry, so many moves have been made over the last few weeks that it's getting hard for me to find this. Aha, here we go. Tyreek Hill is going for cheap now. Message me. I'm looking to get rid of him. Also, draft is about to start. Big for our league. Better watch. Losers. Yes. After insulting everybody in this league, I traded Will Fuller, Mr. ACL himself, for Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill is not suspended. He will start week one on my team this year. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tears? Uh, well, I asked for Tom's thoughts, Notre Dame uh, alum, and he said that this was a good trade for me because Will Fuller is from Notre Dame. Ooh. So I beat you. Michael, <laughs> just because he's from Notre Dame, <laughs> that's it. 
Yeah. The, the fighting Irishman, Will Fuller himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, some would say that this was a bad move, and I would agree, 100%. <laughs> but I'm just glad to not have him on my team anymore. This man is... He, he assaults people, and I don't like that. Michael supports assaulters, and that's all that matters, guys. You remember that. That's true. Right? When... When Michael's winning the championship, you remember how he got here by having dirty people on his team. By having good football players who beat their children. <laughs> That's all I care about. Oh, my God. South Park should do an episode this season where, like, NFL players get their, like, good, get their, like, powers from beating up their own children. Yes. That's, yes. that's why Adrian Peterson and Tyreek Hill are so good. Exactly. <laughs> and they're going to be so good for me this year. On the child beaters. Yeah. My new team I still name. Seen that name change. It's coming soon. I'm going to have a picture of myself as a child as my mascot. <laughs> and not my mascot, my icon picture. And then be the child beaters. Oh, God. <laughs> That's scary. I don't like I that. I know. Everyone will be scared of me. They're going to know exactly wow. where my intentions lie. Michael Scott. <laughs> God. Uh, well, my favorite trade of the offseason, my favorite trade of the offseason was when I got Josh Allen and a first rounder next year Ooh. for two trash players that don't even matter. Uh, Anthony, I stole legit Josh Allen from you. He's the king of football. He runs the ball, he throws the ball, and he scores touchdowns. So um, thanks for giving him to me. Who would you give up? Robbie Anderson and Darius Injured. Geis. Ah, Darius, back up to the child beater, Adrian Peterson. Geis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's right. The, the Anthony, not a great trade. I don't know how good Josh Allen is. I think he only completed like 50% of his passes. That's not that good. Right, jo Josh Allen's not good for his passing. He's good for the fact that he runs the ball into the end zone and he scores me points for it. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I mean, if you run the ball a lot in fantasy, you get quite a few points. But we'll see if Josh Allen's any good. You did get a first rounder, so that's pretty good. Which I needed desperately because I gave up all my first rounders. Yeah, that was stupid. It wasn't stupid. I got Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah, and how's that working out for you? Really, really great. Oh, okay, because uh, I heard he hates his helmet. He's not even playing tonight. I heard he... No, no, no. Actually, I heard he was going to play, and then he, he got some cold feet. No. Oh! Oh, my God. <laughs> you... You didn't. I just did. I've been waiting for that one all off season. No. Cold-feeted no. Antonio Brown. Chilly toes. Like Chilly toes. Okay. God. But yes, uh, you got a first rounder. That was pretty good. And you got Josh Allen, who, I mean, I think Carson Wentz is going to be super good this year, but you have a good backup quarterback, so that's that's fine, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. I think Jameis Winston's going to be pretty good this year, too, because he won't have Fitz Magic stealing the spotlight from him. So That guy's too good. But no, yeah, Jameis Winston, I think he's third in the NFL in terms of 300-yard passing games over the past three years behind only, like, Drew Brees and, I think, Matt Ryan. So that's pretty darn good. You know, he, he's not I a agree. good quarterback, but he puts up good fantasy numbers. And for our league, that's all that really matters. Yeah. Uh, 
points. Winning. Winning. I'm look. I'm looking back at the chat from this off season, and it's just funny to see how often Tom is asking Alex uh, how the asking a girl out thing is going, and Alex has yet to do it. That's true. We'll get to that in a little bit. Oh yeah. The the last trade to talk about, I think. Well, there's two things. Chris Chris Brenton made a I thought a nice move, a pretty even move, getting Amari Cooper for Tyree Cohen and James White. Um, two pretty good running backs that'll both help Alex, but again, Amari Cooper, wide receiver, was Chris's weakness because he's got AJ Green out, and I think he has another guy out too, good receiver. So, I think good move both ways for these guys. Yeah, I agree. Oh, Josh um, Gordon, Josh Gordon, the ever suspended <laughs> Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh Gordon, he's going to be back and strong this year. I I guarantee it. If he can stay off the weed. <laughs> he's too high. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Josh Gordon. Um, and in probably the most shocking free agency move this year, Jermaine Curse was dropped by Quinn Soft Dick. I know. I just I don't get that. Like There were so many just shocked people to that move. It it's a move. It's a move, I guess. I, I, I guess, but Jermaine Curse, this guy's so good. It's a move, man. <sighs> it's a move. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do we talk about now? <laughs> well, what, what can we... Should we talk about these rules that are coming into place? Yeah. Did you uh, move away from your mic? Oh. John? I am back. Okay. I will, I will cut this part out. Okay. Repeat, repeat what you said because I didn't hear you. I, I asked if you had moved away from your mic. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't hear you for we... a second. But anyway, yes, Jermaine Curse in the shocking move, Quinn Soft Dick. I, wow. I, I think you should pick yeah. this guy back up right away. I would if I were him. I think everyone's going to be going for him on the free agent market here. I might drop all uh, my free agent money on Jermaine Curse. Honestly, I would put a hundred bucks on this dude. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm shocked. I um, can't believe it. You want to talk about these rules that we're voting on? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some rules. So, we, the bitch punishment. <laughs> the bitch fee. The bitch fee. Yes, Alex George. My guy, you joined me in the toilet bowl last year. I remember that. It was a good time. We played at all these great stadiums. No one came. It was fun. We, we had a good time. In fact, uh, you beat me in the first round of the toilet bowl. And you had the first pick of all the punishments, and you still have not done it. I don't understand. What are you doing? Bad. Ugh. Annoying. Really bad. You could have just done something stupid like eating something or... Yeah, those were your options. But you chose to dress up like a girl and then asked a girl out. And you haven't done that. So what are you doing? Yeah, he said... I texted him right before this podcast. He said he was going to do it sometime this week. Well, it better be quick. You better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to have to pay a lot of money. No, we agreed that uh, $25 per day after the draft if you have not done your punishment 
See, the thing is, I'm worried that's not actually going to happen. I think somebody's not going to do it and they'll just not pay. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's perfectly probable. Um, well, I mean, that's I, I, I need something to be there. That's probable for almost anything. Um, but they got, I mean, we need something there. The vote has not passed yet. So we technically don't have a punishment for if you don't do your punishment yet. So Alex is scot-free here. Oh, uh, don't say that. No, 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 not yet. We're, we're going to put that we haven't, we, haven't, we haven't passed a rule yet. The vote's five to two right now, Michael. We need seven yeses. That's true. That's true. Um, and the other rule about league resets uh, is at six to one right now. So we need one more yes for that to pass. Uh, so if you haven't voted, get in the get in the chat and vote already. I pinned them. I pinned both of the polls. So yeah, I saw that. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, just just go to the pinned messages and and vote if you haven't yet. Um, it needs to be seven to three according to the league handbook for it to pass. So and we'll have that league handbook and send that out to everybody. It's in currently it's in the uh, old chat. I was going to wait for these rules and then add them and then post it in this chat as well. But if you want to see it right now, it's in uh, the pin messages on the 2018 chat. Okay. Uh, how exactly do we access that? Uh, it's just a PDF. Um, so it'll just open. In, right. On right. Your phone I meant or... how do we open the 2018 chat versus the one we have oh. right now? So, I'm on my computer right now. Let me go on the app. But on your computer, it's like right above where your leagues are. It says current. You just click on current, and then you move to 2018. And then you click Rice Dynasty. Oh, okay. Here we go. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So, you can always go back and look at the year Tom Myring won rice dynasty the only year tom myring will ever <laughs> win anything in this league he's a fraud also, yes he is also if you go to settings in the top right in our league you can go to league history and uh they have all-time standings all-time <laughs> weekly high scores all-time player high scores it's pretty cool that is awesome one of the many benefits of sleeper who is going to sponsor us soon yes very soon we will be the official podcast of sleeper and they will post us in all their channels, chats, and uh, yeah. What is the thing that everyone chats in? How does this affect Marlon Mack or something and all the... Yes. <laughs> but I, I, actually, I'm the one who does that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Jared Goff is currently the, first, the player who has the highest week, weekly score. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't Jared either. Goff. Wow. Well, okay. We've uh, we've looked at some stats. We've talked about the app. Um, the off season was cool. Why don't we preview the draft a little bit? Okay, the draft. Uh, it's a rookie draft. If you guys didn't know, um, and we you draft players. It's linear. There are a lot of trades, like a lot. Oh, really? Uh, who who would make y- trades in this draft? Yeah. Well, I like how. Edge fan sixty nine before Charlie took over, um, he grabbed so many third round picks for Charlie, and Charlie <laughs> is gonna love how he has three third round picks and two fourth round picks. I yes, it's just super helpful. 
I love all these fourth round picks. <laughs> and Anthony also has three fourth round picks. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> fourth round picks do absolutely nothing. There's no one going to be left at that point. You're going to be picking up like undrafted free agents. Oh yeah. I mean, I was I was I really wanted to get rid of fourth round picks when I realized when I looked at the pool, but I realized people made trades involving fourth round picks, so then I couldn't just get rid of them. So right. And like Anthony's going to be obviously mad if I get rid of him because he traded something to get four, two extra fourth round picks for some reason. For some Which reason, he's going to just drop those players. Right. Exactly. No one's going to keep their fourth round pick players. Yeah. It's, so and it's stupid. If if no one has traded fourth round picks next year, uh, I will get rid of the fourth round. But if that's still happening, I will. It's going to have to stay, I guess. Yeah, and then just open it up for a free agency. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But okay. uh, yeah, tra- draft. Uh, you made a trade to get up to the second pick, Michael. Yeah, I gave up next year's first round pick and Lamar Miller to uh, switch picks with uh, Alex just to get up, so that I can take one of the top two running backs, either David Montgomery or Josh Jacobs. Both of them, I think, are going to be really good. I'm not uh, particular about who I'm going to get. I'm going to guess I get David Montgomery because I don't think Quinn will pass up on Josh Jacobs. But, um, yeah, I'd be good with either of them. And I also Uh, traded last year, if everyone remembers, to get Chris Brenton's first-round pick, which was a great move. Uh, So now I will probably be getting one of those top guys as well. Yeah, I wonder who you're going to grab with that pick. That one's going to be an interesting one. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to take a wild guess and say, like, I have my second pick, and I think Quinn will take one of the running backs with the first one. I'll take the other one. I bet Kyler Murray is gone by that pick, and I will get one of those other top four players. Yeah, probably. Um, you got, I mean, I'm, I don't like Miles Sanders too much because – Doug Peterson does not like having a good single running back carry a load. Like it's just always, which is why I'm mad Jordan Howard's on Philadelphia now, by the way. Um, I should try to trade Jordan Howard, but, uh, and Nikhil Harry, it's a similar situation in New England, but in New England, it's like Bill Belichick just randomly decides who's going to be the main guy. It could be some guy he just picked up, picked up like at a gas station or something. And then oh, he's just he's just gonna run for like ten touchdowns one day. Like, so uh, I remember a few years ago, this guy named Jonas Gray ran for four yeah. touchdowns and then never saw the field again. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> like, even play another game. He had like one of the best fantasy weeks that year, <laughs> and uh, just never never played the rest never of the season. Never played again. So yeah, Nikhil Harry is obviously a risk. Um, Miles Sanders is a risk. I think he'll be good long term. He's one of those, like, stash away, and then in a year or two, he's going to be really good, in my opinion. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, the big talk is obviously between Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, like, and they're they're pretty even. Like, I switch off every day on who I would rather take. So Right. And that's why, personally, I, I really tried to go up to get number one to get Josh Jacobs. That would be my pick. But I'm pretty happy with Damon Montgomery too especially in that Chicago system but anyway um, John do you have any guys in this draft that you like that maybe people aren't very high on 
Uh, do I want to reveal my secrets, dude? That's basically what I'm asking you. <laughs> um, there are a couple. I mean, here's the thing about about Charlie's team is he doesn't have a tight end, and what if he has to reach for T.J. Hawkinson? That Ooh, might be a thing that happens. That would be really interesting because then that's going to leave a lot of options for that, like my fifth pick and yeah. for Max's pick. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I'm interested to see who people go for. Um, but I, as far as sleepers for me, I mean, they're just like rent. Like, you ever heard of Todd Gurley? You ever heard of arthritis? I've heard of arthritis. Yeah, Not well, good. yeah. There's Daryl Henderson, who is a rookie for the Los Angeles Rams, uh, running back, obviously, backing up Mr. Todd Gurley. And arthritis is... It's not good. So I think Daryl Henderson might be a good pick. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, but the, I mean, we'll see what happens. We got a whole week. I'll see, we'll see what murmurs there are in preseason and training camp because there, there's got to be another like Philip Lindsay situation out there, right? That's someone who's not like a top draft, average draft pick right now that, that's going to be playing for a team. The hard thing is you just don't know because in these preseason games, you watch a guy go up against the third or fourth string of a team, and it's hard to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to be good against the starting defense that he's going to play, you know? It's it's really hard to tell with these rookies. So, oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm excited about the draft. I'm hoping we can get as many guys together. Uh, it's, next, it's a week from Saturday, so that's the, what, 24th? Yeah, 24th. Don't, yeah, I don't have, like, a time set yet for it, but I just put, like, 12. I realize that it's 12 Pacific on my – I just put, like, a random time at this point. Um, but we'll figure out a time soon. Yep, so that Saturday, um, hopefully everyone's able to make it. We're going to try to all get together in Detroit as many people as we can. Obviously, we don't think Charlie's going to make it. But yeah. <laughs> We'll try to get as many people as we can. So we'll see. He could be coming. He could be coming home. I don't know yet. But oh, he, is he from Detroit? Oh yeah, he's from Ann Arbor. I didn't mention. Oh, that. perfect. Well, Charlie, welcome. I hope you're not a Michigan fan. <laughs> he is. He he grew up in Ann Arbor. <laughs> Charlie, fuck you. <laughs> you're my rival. You know what? I'm rooting against you. I, I kind of liked you at first, but you might be the worst owner in this league. <laughs> All right, John. I think it's time. Power rankings. The first power rankings of the year. Oh boy. Man, that's I wonder where we're gonna, gonna put people. I don't know. Considering we've already recorded this entire podcast once, I think we have a good idea. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, uh, I actually did change up my power rankings from that podcast a little bit. So Did you? Because I, I think I'm changing mine up a little bit, too. Yeah, I, ch- I think I changed like a couple, a couple teams around. Um, okay. Nice. But yeah, we did record this podcast once already. I wasn't happy with the result because I was low energy and a loser. So we're re-recording. So we're back for episode two. And it, it of, worked out. It of worked episode out, one. It worked out pretty good because uh, a lot <laughs> a lot happened since we recorded the last episode, which was two days ago. But a lot has happened in the league since then. Yeah. So 
Uh, if you're not familiar, the power rankings, we're going to go through every single team, kind of talk about why we like their team or, in a lot of cases, dislike their team and, you know, say basically what we think the outlook is going to be this year. So, without further ado, the number 10 team. John, who do you have at number 10? The soft dick is back, and he's at oh, number 10. No. <laughs> Maybe that dick will get hard one day, but for now... It's still at number 10. Um, yeah, it, I mean, you guys know it. We got to rank this guy at number 10. He's always at number 10. Um, and I'm kind of predicting this is with his, this is kind of with his draft pick too. Oh, we should do like a, I'm going to bring my mic stuff home. We should do like a post. We should do some sort of draft podcast bit. Post draft interviews. Yes, that'd be fantastic. Because I do think Quinn will probably come. I think hopefully Max will be there, and then Alex. That's Chris all I and I will be there. Um, so we'll have at least, uh, what's that, five people? Six people, hopefully? Yeah. Uh, yeah, six people. Uh, Anthony's going to be in Pittsburgh. Uh, Tom's in New York. I believe it, aren't they still in North Carolina? Of course so. Tom wouldn't come. He's scared. Yeah, he's, he's way too scared. We, we, we hate the man. So, uh, but yeah, Quinn's team is still bad. Shocking. Um, I'm shocked. I mean, kind of with his, I mean, his draft pick's going to help, but his, the rest of his team is, I mean, his best player is George Kittle. So that's a tight end. That's fair. (laughs) That's, that's pretty fair. Um, you know what? I'm going to do this. I am, uh, I'm not going to put him last. What? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say Sears comes in at number 10 in the power rankings. Now, hear me out. He's got a few nice pieces on this team. He's got Saquon Barkley and he's got Matt Ryan. But after that, I really don't like his team in general. Um, I think there's a lot of backups. There's a lot of second options. And I think Sears is really going to struggle this first year. And the reason I'm giving Quinn the edge over Sears is I think Quinn's going to get a good player with his top pick. And Quinn also, he's got some improvement with Cooper Cup coming back. He's got George Kittle. He's got Eric Ebron. This this guy's got tight ends to spare. Plus Jarvis Landry. Quinn, I think you're going to do better than people think. I'm going to give you some love here. Quinn is not 10. It's Sears. Sears is 10 now. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, I think that's a bold statement. I think, I think you, uh, I think this is ever since, ever since you heard he's from Ann Arbor, you just put him there. You put, you um, put someone with Saquon Barkley at number 10. Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, being a Michigan, Michigan fan automatically moves you down at least two spots. So <laughs> Sears is 10. Okay, well, uh, this is this is what he gets. He just started the league, and I guess he deserves it. Um, Prove me wrong, Sears. Prove <laughs> me wrong. Uh, so Quinn's your number nine. I guess you kind of talked about Quinn there too. Yeah, I, I kind of talked about Quinn. So give me your number nine. Okay, mine is Alex. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Alex's team still. Uh, he's got a lot of question marks on his team. Um he still has Teddy Bridgewater on his team. He's just waiting for Drew Brees to retire, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 
I, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I look at his players. I'm not a fan of most of these players, to be honest with you. They're fine. I think some of them will produce. This this will have to be like a money ball situation for me. None of these players are like big stars. Like the biggest star he has on his team is Mike Evans, maybe or Mitch Trubisky. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, but Dalvin Cook likes to be injured a lot, so I'm worried about mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook. Um, and. Th- He's not sure. Oh, he's not even playing this preseason. Dalvin Cook, um, and I'm scared for Mitch Trubisky too because of of all this. I mean, they've oh apparently they've been seeing improvement from Mitch Trubisky in practice. You love um, to hear that. But apparently, uh, he's been doing very awful in practice so far. Um, <laughs> until today, <laughs> he's until back. Until today, he's back. Um. So yeah, I am not impressed with this team. Uh, actually, Derrick Henry is his best player. My bad. Derrick Henry is his best player. He has Tyreek Cohen and James White. Ah, uh, whatever. I'll talk about him in a little bit. I have him higher in this, this I don't. Uh, James White and Tyreek Cohen are very similar players. Um, I'm more scared for James White, but also Tyreek Cohen uh, has a little competition this year with David Montgomery. I don't. I, I don't like either of those players to be... I, th- those are like his best running backs. I don't. That's not who you want to be your best running back. You want someone who's gonna get the ball out. I guess that's Derrick Henry, though. I we'll keep see about Derrick Henry. We will see. Uh, so coming in at my number eight spot is actually going to be a Dante. Mm. I know you don't like this at all. It's fine. But I um I don't like a Dante's team that much. I think. Yes, he is better than Quinn, and he's better than Charlie. But I'm looking at his team, and it's old. It's so old. His best player is also his tight end, but he does have the $40 million quarterback Dak Prescott in all his glory. (laughs) No, but he he has like six quarterbacks. (laughs) <laughs> he has so many quarterbacks. He has Josh Rosen, Jared Goff, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, and Dak Prescott, which is, God. Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, all three of them are going to be, could possibly be top ten quarterbacks. So Right, but he's going to keep all of them, yeah, of course. That's an issue. I don't say that as a positive thing, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is a positive. It, it's not a positive thing, but he could trade for quite a few good players. Anyway, he's getting Devontae Freeman back. I don't love Devontae Freeman, but, you know, he's still going to be a solid fantasy player. He's got O.J. Howard back, the Juice 2.0. And, you know, so he's got some positive things going for him, but overall I just don't like his team. Yeah, okay. Uh, Well, I'll talk about his team in a bit. Um, After I talk about my number seven, eight. Eight is uh max i69 birds um, Ooh, this is a change yeah this is a little bit of a change um specifically just because i mean he could have uh, uh, there have been more melvin gordon pieces of news since we recorded our last podcast um and it seems like the chargers really uh, it seems like the chargers like justin jackson and austin eckler enough to be like fuck you melvin gordon kind of they don't even want to it seems like they don't want to do anything about the fact that he wants a new contract. Um, Kareem Hunt is suspended for eight games. That's not good. Um, <laughs> and he's like, he carried, he carried Max's team last year. 
Uh, I like Aaron Jones. I don't like Tevin Coleman. Larry Fitzgerald's old. Golden Tate suspended because he took PDs, and that was a weird situation. Doug Baldwin's <laughs> no longer in this league. I mean, I just don't like this team at all. Um, it's old. Max drafted too old, and he drafted too too many people who get suspended, apparently. Um, this team has has very little little high points, if you ask me. Um, but once Kareem Hunt comes back, maybe 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 he could pull out some big wins. Uh, for now, I got him at eight. Yeah, at seven, I also have Max, so we're not too different here. Uh, yeah, his team is old, but man, you talk about running a jail. That's the <laughs> I-69 bird lovers. He, he literally has a jail cell full of guys. Golden Tate's in there. He's hanging out. He's still trying to get his wife pregnant, but he's in the jail. And then you have Kareem Hunt. He's in the jail, and he's like, man, I just I just hit somebody. Like, it's it's fine. I'll come back. Like, <laughs> I'll just get suspended for a while, but I'll be okay. I'll be back. And then you have Melvin Gordon, who's just hanging out in the jail because he just wants to be there. <laughs> Which makes no sense. He just doesn't want to play. He's just like, yeah, I guess I'll be here. I don't know where else I'd go. So, yeah, a lot of people in jail for Max. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, I think his team's old. Larry Fitzgerald is a corpse. And Jimmy Graham, Aaron Rodgers still hates him for some reason. And Doug Baldwin, he is uh, he's running the jail now. <laughs> he decided to retire to become a, uh, a uh, jail Jail warden is that what it's called? Warden, yeah. that's that's what I'm looking for. Hey, he's a warden. <laughs> so, yeah, the I-69 jail lovers. <laughs> okay. uh, that comes in at seven. Jail lovers. Um, I, I should. We should give advice. I'm gonna give advice to every team that I call bad. Um, you should trade. Max should trade Melvin Gordon or Kareem Hunt for some players. Um. Yeah. He should trade. He should. I mean, he should trade one of his big players for like three good players, like okay players, or so two or three like players that because he needs some wide receivers here. He needs some more depth. Um, because I'm sure someone. I mean, even though Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt's eventually going to play this season. I don't know what Melvin Gordon's going to do, but both of those players are extremely talented, and even though they have like no value currently and in week one people will definitely give up a lot of stuff for, for both of those players. They're very talented, talented young men on the football field. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I completely agree. I think he should trade. I, I'm going to disagree with you in one way though. I think in Max's case, he should trade for picks. Um, okay. I think he is, he, I, like you said, he's old. Like he needs to either trade these guys for young players who maybe aren't quite proven and it's a little bit of a risk or you have to trade for picks and you have to try to build your team back up because I mean his quarterback situation is old and all his running backs are either old or going on like their second team and that's just that's not good like your team's gonna fizzle away in the next few years completely and it's a team that could be really good yeah so yeah he needs to trade for young guys get high draft picks um, and get himself back in contention because at one point we were talking about him being one of the favorites in the league last year. Oh yeah, we were. And then it just all fell apart at once. Yeah. Melvin Gordon got injured. Injuries and suspensions. Yeah. 
Owen Gorn got injured, Kareem Hunt hit a woman, and then it was all over. Yeah. And it's not his fault, and it sucks for him because yeah. he was really into the league. But he, he could still get back his way back into it. He's just got to make some good moves. Yeah. Would you That's... take one of the – would you take a trade – from him if he offered one of these players uh, for your second pick? Uh, personally, I would not. Ooh. And here's why. Uh, in Cleveland, Kareem Hunt uh, is competing with Nick Chubb, who's going into his second year. And Nick Chubb's a stud. He, can't, he, he doesn't just run the ball. He catches passes out of the backfield. And that's where Kareem Hunt's really good. So if you have a young running back who can do that, I'm not taking the chance that Kareem Hunt's just the backup or the second option. And the thing with Melvin, Melvin Gordon is I like him, but do you really think he's going to be good? I don't think he'll never ever, ever play another snap for the Chargers. Do you think he's going to be as good with another team like, you know, the Dolphins or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. It's a risk. Um, and I'm not going to take it right now. I, I wouldn't do it right now, but I think there are people that would. So... Yeah. Max, you got to find the right deal. Why why in the world did the Browns get Kareem Hunt? I'm I'm upset about that. I'm I'm very mad. <laughs> I know I just it just upsets me because Kareem Hunt and like Nick Chubb are two of the best running backs in the league right now and they're on the same team. Right. I mean, you could make an argument they're two of the top 10 running backs in the league and neither of them will get to show their full potential because they're on the same team. Bad. Um it sucks. Let's it sucks for us. Let's move on. Anyway, we talked about Max's team a lot. We've complained about some of his bad luck. And, yes, he was the most unlucky team in the league last year. Oh, yeah. That was sad. I remember uh, that. Number six. I, oh, oh, wait. I have to give my seven. seven. Adante's my seven. seven. Adante's my seven. Okay. So not much higher than me. No. Uh, <clears throat> the, I mean – I not that much higher than you. I last last time I recorded this podcast, I had him a bit higher, be, just because the of the potential that he could trade one of these quarterbacks. But now I'm just going to punish him for not trading one of these quarterbacks. Um, now I'm a little more upset about it. Uh, he he needs to do it. <laughs> he he just needs to do it because I think I did this like all last year too. I was like, oh, he's got he's got Cam Newton, he's got Jared Goff, two of the top 10 quarterbacks. Like that's pretty good. He could trade one of those, but he has yet to do that. He has yet to trade either of these quarterbacks to, to get somebody that will fill out his lineup nicely. He still needs one more flex. He needs a good running back. I mean, he's, he's got wide receivers. That's all he's got. And then arthritis, Todd Gurley and Gus Edwards. Um, yeah, yeah, I I agree. He's got a lot of talent on his bench that he's never going to play. So if I was him, I would pick one of those quarterbacks, and then whoever you don't like, trade him and Todd Gurley. Go get a stud, and fill out the rest of your lineup. Yeah, easy. Like, yeah, Todd Gurley still has high value. There are people in this league that I'm sure would take him in a quarterback for one of their really good starting running backs. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um. So that's my advice to Adante. Yep, same same here. Do that, Adante. Okay. I mean, that's been my advice for Adante for a very long time now. Right. You you were talking about that all of last year. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, at six, I have a guy who I really have liked his offseason moves, and that's why I'm rewarding him with the sixth spot, and that's Alex. And I know you don't love his team quite as much as I do, but he has acquired assets, a lot of them from me. <laughs> 
and I've kind of helped him out in that regard. He's got two first-round picks uh, next year. He got my first-round pick this year. Um, he got I, – I don't love Lamar Miller. That's why I traded him. But Lamar Miller will still be a decent running back in this league this year, and he's got two other running backs that will be solid. Kind of like you were talking about earlier, it's a more of a uh, more of a money ball situation. He's got a lot of guys that could be really good depending on when you start them and how. But at the same time, he has two guys that are probably going to retire in JHI and uh, Jordy Nelson. So you got to get rid of those guys mm-hmm. too. Um, but D.D. Westbrook, I really like him. Why the hell is he of Colt McCoy and Teddy Bridgewater? Those are backups. I, I just don't get that. Like, but there are some things in this team that I really like. Some things on this team I have no clue. I think he's a wild card. Um, I have him at six to start the year because I really liked his moves. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Derek, I, I I'm hype on Derrick Henry. So, um, and we saw. I mean, Derrick Henry was was getting Alex some wins there at the end of the season. So, could happen again here. We'll see if Tennessee can actually have a competent offense. Because if they do, Derrick Henry's a dangerous weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my number six. Your six? Yeah. Charlie Sears is my six. Um, Jesus. Yeah, way different from yours. Um, I, I can't believe he has Saquon Barkley on his team, who single-handedly carried Edge fan, whoever was controlling this team, to wins many times last year. Um but I I also like I mean Sony Michelle's good I like I like his I like his uh, supporting cast alongside Saquon Barkley too, um, yeah I, I I don't I don't see I don't see why he got so much hate on this team, um, and we'll see who he takes in the draft as well. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I I do like Dallas Goddard. I'll give him that. And I know you hate me saying that because you have Zach Ertz, who is uh, the other quarterback or the other tight end in Philadelphia. But I, I like Dallas Goddard. I would Boo. I would play him a lot this year. Boo. So I don't know. Uh, Charlie, you're a Michigan fan. I, How am I supposed to put you any higher than ten? I think this is the dude that that easily might take Kyler Murray. Honestly, I think Kyler could fit Ooh. well in this team. He needs he needs another quarterback. I, I could see that. I really could. Uh, um, I think he has bigger concerns, like the tight end position and uh, another running back. But, I mean, I guess I could see it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I think Matt Ryan will still be a liable fantasy, fantasy quarterback yeah, for a couple of years. Sure. So, I don't know. It's up to him. Okay. If he wants to spend a pick that high. But uh, I'm going to go to my number five spot. And I'm going to say this. I think the league is very tight at the 6 through, you know, 10 positions. I really think it's closer than people think. Um, and I think the top five here are the only teams right now, based on their current rosters, who have a chance to win the championship. And I realize I probably said this last year and included myself, and I had no shot to win the championship. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully I'm better this year. I, I think I am. All right. Um, number five, Brentopolis. I think Chris has made a few good moves. His starting lineup is really good. And this guy is Marlon Mack. <laughs> Mr. How does this affect me? <laughs> Marlon Mack. And everything affects Marlon mm-hmm. Mack. Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
Chris's biggest weakness is his quarterback situation. He has two very old quarterbacks who have been getting worse fantasy-wise every year. And I think Chris is a guy that Dante should definitely talk to about one of those quarterbacks. Because I think Chris would be willing to give up one of his weapons off the bench to get that quarterback position improved. I have Chris at five. Yeah, I think Chris... As a, I mean, I think like I was talking Moneyball with Alex earlier. I think Chris has Moneyball, but I like, I think his execution on it's a lot better. I think these are, these players are there aren't too many big name players on his team, but they're, they're players that are have, uh, have consistently put up big numbers, um, and just just aren't superstars. Of course, Christian McCaffrey is, he's a fantasy superstar. Um, I like Chris's team a lot. It's five for me, too, by the way. I didn't mention that. Um, and apparently, I, I, I've been hyped up on, on this man uh, <laughs> every fantasy year he, he's, he's been in existence. Um, Here we go again. But apparently John Brown is Josh Allen's man this year in Buffalo. So look out for John Brown. <laughs> <laughs> every year. I've known John for about five years now, and every year John tells me John Brown might be the breakout star of the year. Well, let me, you know, I'll let you know, John Brown has been a sleeper since he's been in this oh, yeah. So don't sleep on John Brown. Never. Um, I will say Robert Woods is a really nice player for Chris mm-hmm. because you look at him versus a Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is the big name, and I'm trashing my own team here because Brandon Cooks starts for me. But Robert Woods actually pulls in just as much production, if not a little bit more, yeah. than Brandon Cooks does. And it's a player that a lot of people undervalue, but he's been really good for Chris. Yeah, I like Chris's team. Uh, I like his starting lineup. I don't know how much depth he has. I'd be worried if he has an injury and, again, that quarterback position. Yeah. Not very good. I agree with you there. So we'll see. We'll Robert, see. Um, Robert Woods, the definition of – of money ball if you ask me he's like the third he's yeah. third in the depth chart but he scores almost as much many points as cooks and like Cupwood. so yeah he he's a big player yeah he really is um and you have chris at five too yes. i have myself at four and this was really hard because i wanted to put myself higher i've made some nice moves in the offseason in my opinion but I'm going to stick with four. I have not seen Le'Veon Bell play. I don't know what Tyreek Hill's relationship with this team is going to look like now. And Evan Ingram has got to have a bounce back year for me to have a real chance of contending in this lead. Um, yeah, I like my depth, though. I've got some young wide receivers that I think are going to be okay. Um, and I've got that second pick where I'm going to take one of the running backs. So I've gonna, I'm going to have pretty good depth at the running back position. And my wide receivers, I've got three pretty good ones in Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Brandon Cooks. So I have myself at number four for now. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I love this team. I also have you at number four. Um, you'd be much lower without Tyreek Hill, which is upsetting to me. Uh, and another big re- Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. Another big reason um, is, that, is that number two pick. I think it's, it's going to help you out a lot. Um, we'll see how Carry on Johnson does this year. Hopefully, better as a Lions fan, but um, and hopefully not as hurt. But uh, I do. I like your team. I like your potential. I you finally got Le'Veon out there. Um, 
and I don't know if you, you've heard of Le'Veon Bell, but he's a pretty talented dude. So I, I got you number four right now. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell is pretty good. Um, I think my team has some of the highest upside in the league. So I think I have a really high ceiling. Like my ceiling is probably a championship, but my floor is another appearance in the toilet bowl. That's why my team is very variable, and uh, it's, it's going to be a wild card. We're going to see what happens. Oh, yeah. So, uh, number three, I have our returning champion, Tom Myring, Mr. Fraud himself. The Mullins men. The Mullins men, exactly. Mr. Nick Mullins himself, the future starter in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Um, look, Tom has Baker Mayfield, who I think is, unfortunately because I never I never saw this coming and I hate being wrong about this but Baker Mayfield is he's really good and I don't trust Joe Mixon and Kenya Drake but Tom's wide receiver situation is as good as anybody with Michael Thomas and uh, DeAndre Hopkins I don't know how anyone let him get both of those guys but those guys are both really good Tom has three really good quarterbacks in between Mayfield, Luck, and Watson. Those guys are super good. Thomas Depth, he was super consistent last year. Um, I worry about Adam Thielen just a little bit, but in a flex position, that's really good. Uh, Kenyon Drake just got hurt too, and he's going to be splitting carries with... Um, oh, what's his name? He's on my team, actually. <laughs> I should know this. Uh, I have no clue. Kenny Ballage. Uh, yes. Kenny Ballage. Uh, Kalen Ballage, he's going to be Kalen Ballage is going to be a stud because he's on my team. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Tom at number three. He's got some holes, but he's really good. Uh, I have myself at number three, which is another change from last podcast. Ooh, okay. Um, but yeah, I I mean the best part about my team, the Williams woman, by the way. Um, <laughs> best part about my team is the depth because all the question marks on my team. Um, are, I, I have sort of the answer on my bench for it. Philip Lindsay apparently um, is getting a little less hype this year uh, compared to Royce Freeman uh, in the running back position. Uh, but luckily enough, I have Royce Freeman on my bench. So if anything goes wrong, I can just switch them. Uh, Damian Williams also has some questions. Apparently, Andy Reid said that he wanted to do a running back committee. Um, a lot of people speculating that that was just to light a fire under Damian Williams because Andy Reid has never done a running back committee in his history of coaching ever. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, but if Damian Williams is the guy getting the most touches, we saw what he did in the playoffs. We saw what he did towards the end of the season there once Kareem Hunt was gone. So that's a big threat. Uh, yeah, just like my depth a lot. A lot of young guys on the bench. Uh, that's my favorite part of my team and despite me losing Tyreek Hill I'm still looking pretty good so yeah yeah I I agree you have uh, you have a lot of really nice players on your bench a lot of young players you and I took very similar uh, draft uh, concepts in last year's opening draft uh, as far as taking young guys who have high upside and we both took a lot of young guys who are panning out. Um, I will say this, though. If Zeke doesn't play, I would probably move you down this list. I'm still of the belief that he will. Uh, again, like you said, you have a lot of 
backup options, though, for these players that are a little questionable. I worry a little bit about um, Jordan Howard. I don't know how good of a year he's going to have in Philadelphia that I think, yeah, is going to be a committee. And then, uh, But you do have DJ Moore on your bench. Uh, again, hoping Zeke comes back for your sake. And like you said, a lot of depth. Yeah. Justin Jackson, Mark Ingram, Will Fuller, Royce Freeman. All these guys on your bench who are going to be pretty darn good. Carson Wentz, I think, is going to be your starter. I don't know why the hell you have Josh Allen in right now. I think you'll switch. I have a love-hate relationship with uh, Wentz. I'm trying to teach him a lesson. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I think he's listening to you, John. He won't let you down again. Good. Um, Anyway, yeah, John is – I have you at number two in this league. Okay. I have the Mullins been at number two in this league. Um, I lifted him higher, uh, mainly because Baker Mayfield hype. Um, God, yeah. Last time we recorded this podcast, I also like ranked him higher. I feel like just because of Baker Mayfield, but I'm just super hyped on Baker Mayfield right now. Um, he he's the dude. He's the dude in Cleveland. I'll tell you that much. Um, and since he's going to be the dude, I think you got a similar. Uh, I think you could you could do something with Deshaun Watson, dump him off somewhere. Um, and maybe if Andrew Luck isn't actually, maybe maybe if his injury isn't hurting him too badly, you can also trade him for, for a running back. You need a running back, Tom. That's what you need. Um, apparently, he doesn't need a running back though because he did, he won the whole thing, with just fantastic wide receivers, uh, and some pretty good quarterback performances from Nick Mullins. Uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, Nick Mullins, best best player in the league. No, I like. I don't think Tom's team has too much depth, but I like his starters a lot, and I think he can fix some issues he has uh, because his quarterbacks are going to get better this year. So. No, I, I agree. I think that running back position is the one area he needs to address. If he does, I think he has another. He has a good chance to repeat and completely reset this league, but. I'm going to guess he doesn't because I don't know how consistent wide receivers are in winning a league. That's true. So we'll see. I mean, we've been wrong. He's proved us wrong. But he's a fraud. (laughs) He's back to being a fraud. So uh, our our number one, both of us have him, it's uh, Anthony, who finally put up a picture (laughs) for himself. He did it. But, dear God, this team is... It's stacked. I mean, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Juju Smith-Schuster, who's going to have a huge year, James Conner, Leonard Fournette, Fournette, Stephon Diggs, and then, oh, of course, the the MVP, Patrick Mahomes. Yikes. Yeah. Just yeah, yikes. Yeah. Um, I'm also hurting myself over trading Christian Kirk to him because Christian Kirk now has Kyler Murray, and he's – Christian Kirk's the dude in Arizona as far as receivers go, so – that's upsetting to me um but yeah this team's scary and i don't like looking at it and talking about it so can we not talk about it because as far as i'm concerned it doesn't we it doesn't exist it. It's, it exists john you're gonna have to beat it to get through to the playoffs <sighs> everyone's gonna have to try because i think anthony is by far the favorite this year he got to the finals last year he was not able to seal the deal He's coming for it this year. It was year, a guys. close. Him and all of his fourth round picks. <laughs> it was a close, close game too. They both had good games. Anthony and Tom did that week. Yeah, 
They, uh, they both did. That was a, it was a fun year last year, but we're ready for some new blood, and I think we're gonna get, we're gonna get some a new champion this year. I don't know if it's necessarily gonna be Anthony, but Tom's a fraud, <laughs> so no more Tom. Tom is a fraud. Um, yeah. Uh, podcast. Anything else? <laughs> I have nothing else. I I'm excited to be back. It was it was great to be back having the show. We got our A game this time. Hell yeah, dude. Um, let's uh, let's talk about punishments next time after the draft because uh, we're gonna see how that goes. It's gonna be crazy. I, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very excited for. I just got excited for football like this week, and now whenever I get excited for football, I just I'm on sleeper twenty four seven. I'm I'm like just looking up things twenty four seven. I'm so excited. I got two drafts next weekend, uh, and I'm hype. Uh, just before we go, I do want to thank Charlie, if you're listening to this. Uh, I appreciate it. I was super scared when Brock left <laughs> because I was I was like, oh, God, like I have nine days to find someone new. Uh, and Charlie stepped in right away um, and was not scared of the commitment that is the Rice Dynasty League. So thanks, Charlie. And it is a big commitment, let me tell you, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, despite the hate and uh, some of the joking aside, thanks for joining the league. We're excited to have you. We hope you listen to the podcast every week. We'd love to have you on so we can talk a little trash about your, you know, whatever you call him up in Ann Arbor, Jim Harbaugh, your savior, your messiah, whatever you call that piece of garbage. Okay. (laughs) See you guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the draft.